and welcome to Dr. Me First. This is my summer solo cast series. Say that like seven times fast. <laughs> I am going to be doing some quick solo casts, get you in and out in less than 10 minutes, but totally juiced up and infused with encouragement and inspiration so that you can go about your summer loving your life and making things better. If you don't know who I am, I'm going to tell you. I'm Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman. I'm a family medicine physician, life coach, mother of dragons, and all-around badass who is here to call bullshit on burnout and to help you live your best life and do your best work in the world. You really can have both. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Before we get into today's topic, I got to pay some bills. Let me tell you about our sponsor. Have you ever considered a different way of practicing medicine? Whether you're burnt out, need a change of pace, or looking to supplement your income, Locum Tenants might be a solution for you. Not sure where to start? LocumStory.com is the place where you can get real unbiased answers for your questions. They answer basic questions like, what is Locum Tenants? To more complex questions about pay ranges, taxes, various specialties, and how Locum Tenants can work for you. Go to LocumStory.com or DoctorsPodcastNetwork.com backslash LocumStory and get all your answers. All right. Today, we're going to talk about the lies that hustle culture teaches us. And if you don't know what hustle culture is, you're pretty much living in it. If you're in medicine or in a high achieving career, you've been swimming in hustle culture probably your entire life. Unless you have got a family who doesn't stand by these principles, pretty much our American culture is pushing everyone to hustle to go harder, to wake up earlier, to go to bed later, to push through the hard. And so that's what I mean by hustle culture. So let me share with you my top five lies that I've identified that hustle culture has taught me and taught many of others. So number one, you have to wake up at 5 a.m., work out, make your own green juice, meditate and journal before your day can begin. This is total bullshit. If this is not what you like to do, you should not force doing it. So I had a story about this. I am not a 5 a.m. wake up person. I had to do it when I was rounding. I forced myself to do it when I thought that's the thing I quote unquote should do. My body does not like 5 a.m. I don't feel good. I feel like junk by one o'clock. It's just not a good thing for me. And so my best friend, her name's Beth, we do the outdoor retreats together. You probably see us kayaking and running together. She is my BFF and I'm so thankful for her. She loves getting up at 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. and working out when it's dark and getting everything done. And she used to always invite me to come work out with her and I would try and drag myself out of bed and it would be horrible and I wouldn't talk to her and I'd get the workout done and then I would come home and go back to sleep for a couple of hours. <laughs> and so we, she just finally accepted like, hey, like this is not good for you. And I'm like, no, it's not good for me. So the other day I texted her. I was like, hey, are we going to work out at eight? And she's like, no, I got a thing going on. Do you want to come over at 530? Ha ha ha. Because <laughs> she knew it's not what it is. Because you know, you really have to find your groove and you really have to lean in and feel where your body feels good and when you are most productive and worked. So Mr. Wiseman, he's a total night owl. 
Like he, from the hours of about like eight to midnight, he is on fire. He does projects. He gets stuff done. I'm like in bed, lights out. And I've just realized for me, what I need, I need to get up, get kids to school. I need to have like a quiet house for a couple hours. And then I actually start doing business stuff at 10. So I give myself that space instead of trying to like shove it in in the morning in a time when it feels absolutely horrible. I've also realized about myself with having worked 12 hour shifts in the ER, I do not work well for 12 hours in a row or 14 hours in a row or 16 hours in a row. My body is typically done at about six or seven hours. Done. Hit the wall. I am done. And since I've started paying attention to that, I've changed my business hours. So now I typically work 10 to four, sometimes a little bit longer. Once a month, I'll do some evenings, but those are when I operate best. So the whole mantra of like, you have to get up at five, you have to grind, you have to work out, you have to do all these things in order to be quote unquote successful is total bullshit. Because really what I've found is that less is actually more. When you tell yourself, I have a certain amount of time to get these things done, I need to decide what is the absolute most important and everything else can fall off the table. And I say this because a couple of years ago, I definitely got myself into exercise burnout. I was training for Spartan obstacle course races. I was training for a half marathon trail race. I was running way too many miles a week, lifting, doing burpees. Oh, on top of 12 hour shifts at the ER and taking care of three children. And my body just busted. It was just done with it. And so I look at people who are on Instagram and putting this stuff up and I'm like, yeah, like how sustainable is this? Because I really don't think it is. So anyway, that's my calling bullshit on that lie. Okay, lie number two. If you work harder, then you will meet all your goals and be successful. Total bullshit. You can work your ass off and still not meet your goals. Because guess what? Meeting your goals is not all on you. Sometimes it's a time thing. Sometimes it's an um, economy thing. Sometimes it's just the other side of the equation is not in your favor. So working harder does not make it a guarantee. This has been a lie that has been so hard to uproot out of my own life because think all through med school and residencies, like if you work hard, you'll be successful. If you work harder, then you'll get the better stuff. And what I've realized is like, no, if you work harder, you're probably going to burn out. You're probably not going to be sustainable. And at the end, yeah, you might have success, but it's external success that feels empty. Lie number two that I see in hustle culture that teaches us is that there's a specific way to become happy and successful. You just have to work for it. Bullshit. No one has your answers. You can see what others do and adapt it to your own life. But at the end of the day, only you can determine what true happiness and real success looks and feels like for you. There is no one specific way. Let me say it again. There is no one specific way. And if somebody is telling you that there's a specific way, you need to turn around and walk out the door. Because if they did, they would be bazillionaires if they had the one way that worked for every single person if you just did it like this. So stop searching. Stop buying another course, another book, listening to another podcast who tells you that they have your answer. They have the answer because they have an answer and maybe it'll work for you and maybe it'll not. 
But I would say more times instead of listening to those external voices, it's time to go within and listen to yourself. Just like I talked about line number one, like listening to your body. And if it's screaming at you, like, why are the fuck are we getting up at 5 a.m.? Then you need to listen to that because those are your answers. Because again, like I told you in a previous episode, like enoughness comes from within. <laughs> no matter how many checkboxes or how many A pluses or how many Atta girls that you get, the enoughness cannot come from external sources. It doesn't last. It has to come from within you. So searching for your answers outside is fine because maybe you can adapt and maybe you can find some advice that works for you and find people who are similar to you and see what they've done. But at the end of the day, no one has your answers, only you. All right. Lie number four that hustle culture teaches us. If you just push a little harder, it will all pay off. Calling bullshit. There is no knowing if it will pay off or not. Also, the one suffer now so you can succeed later. Also bullshit. Why Why do we have to make ourselves have suffering? Just being a human and being on this earth, we know we're going to have pain. We know that there are going to be things that have gone wrong. We know we'll have either physical, emotional, mental, spiritual pain at some point. That's just part of the human experience. So why would we dump on ourselves extra suffering? You know, it's like the antidote to quitters never win. I think quitters actually do win sometimes. They learn a bunch of stuff and they listen and they're like, you know what? I'm done with this. This is stupid. <laughs> I had a friend in med school who quits between our first and second year. And I remember all the chitty chatter after she left of like, oh my God, what is she doing? Why is she quitting? Da, 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 da. And I look at her now and I'm like, good for her. Good for her to recognize like, hey, I don't want this. And instead of finishing all the way through and suffering, I'm going to go find a different path. And that's exactly what she did. Another story that comes to mind is the tortoise and the hare. I could never, never wrap my head around the tortoise. I am 100% a hare. <laughs> but I see it now because it's like, would you rather come out of a project or out of a race like coming in totally hot, spent, crawling across the finish line because you started at an unsustainable pace? Or would you rather come in calm, cool, collected, and steady finishing the finish line? Maybe not as fast as the expectation, but yet you did it. And if you remember that Aesop's fable is that the tortoise actually won, not the hare. But I digress. Because pushing a little bit harder, again, Working harder does not guarantee results. Working harder does not mean that you are ultimately going to be the winner. But what it will do will lead you to burnout. It will lead you to unsustainable choices. It will lead you to a place that you no longer can keep that pace up. And that's fine if you want to run up against that. But just know at some point you're going to have to slow down. So what about a more sustainable place? What about looking at life and instead of slamming from one thing to the next and being crazy, what instead if you had like just a nice, even, consistent pace? All right, lie number five. Oh, this is a big one for me. It's the hard that separates the winners from everyone else. This is total and utter bullshit. Again, it's talking about like the suffering and the hard. 
Recently, I told one of my clients that she was not a special unicorn, that she was not held by any different standards than the rest of us, despite what her brain was telling her. And I think that's what this lie denotes to me is that there's some kind of like specialness if you grind and you work and you burn out. But the hard and burnout is not a special merit badge to win. Earning your stripes is not some kind of like privileged honor that I want to go for anymore. I don't want to earn my stripes. Like life has already beat me up enough. Why would I beat myself up more? And so that's where I come to the end of this and talk a little bit is like so much time hustle culture is a mental lashing of ourselves that we should be doing something or that we could work a little bit harder or such and such down the road. Look how long they're grinding for and I should be doing that. And I just want to call BS on all of that and instead say, stay in your lane. Find what is consistent and feels good for you and know that it's absolutely fine to stay there. You don't have to get in the middle of the hustle culture. You don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. or go to bed at 2 a.m. That you really can do what feels fun and easy and full of love and joy and be a hell of a lot more successful than anybody else who's grinding. The next cohort of the Burnt Out to Badass CME group is starting in June. And let me tell you, this is the fourth time around. And I can honestly say every time is so different and so much fun. I want to encourage you. You've heard me talk about it over and over and over again. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's so powerful. There are modules that talk about everything from facing your fear to networking to imposter syndrome, perfectionism, getting it right versus just getting it done, all the things. Plus, you get to do it in an amazing group setting. So here's your chance. Check out the show notes. This is the time to get in. No more waiting. We are so excited for you to join us. Before we finish up, don't forget to visit locumstories.com or drpodcastnetwork.com backslash locumstories to get real unbiased answers to all your locum tenants questions. So go outside, go on an adventure, have some fun, and remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. <laughs>